Hi guys, and welcome to the Figure It Outable podcast. I'm your host, Carly Visconto, and this is a space where we talk all things navigating life in your 20s, diving into the topics of health, wellness, career, faith, relationships, and so much more. No longer are the days where we have to act like we have it all figured out. In a world that likes to pretend, join me for your dose of reality, proving that you can live your happiest life while figuring it out at the same damn time. Hi guys, and welcome back for another episode of Figure It Outable. I'm Carly Visconto, your host, and today it's just going to be me and you. We're doing a little solo episode, and I'm really excited for today's episode, as I always say, but I feel like this one is really just kind of a brain dump. Um, It's kind of an accumulation of all of the thoughts that I've been having recently, and so I tried to organize this episode in a way that outlines 10 things that nobody warned me about my 20s. And like I said, these have just been some thoughts that have been top of mind recently that I feel like a lot of people can resonate with. And as always, that is the goal of this entire podcast and this platform of me just sharing things about my life um, that may not be a topic of everyday conversation. So I always share what I'm going through and the thoughts that I'm having to hopefully make somebody out there feel a little bit less alone and just a little bit more validated that even if they are experiencing something maybe in the past or they will experience it at some point in the future that they are not the only one and it is completely and totally normal. So I kind of structured it in a way that like I said, is 10 separate things. And that's just because that's the way my brain works. When I listen to podcasts, I like like different segments. I like structure. Um, I just like to have a little bit of separation in between topics instead of just this long run on ramble. So I'm sure I will ramble just because that's usually what ends up happening with these solo episodes. It's just still weird to me talking into a microphone and not really having a conversation with another person. So because of that, I naturally just end up being a little bit more chatty and um, sometimes going on little tangents, but I'm going to try to stay on track and get right into it. So number one, the first thing that nobody warned me about my 20s, you and your friends are going to be in different life stages for the very first time. And I feel like this is something that when you think about it is not all that surprising, but it's not something that I was necessarily prepared for. So again, like if you think about growing up alongside your childhood best friends and just your peers in general, we're pretty much all on the same track. So you go to grade school or elementary school and then high school. Most people then go on to college And then after college, I feel like there's a few different paths that people can take, whether they want to continue their education and maybe go on to get a master's degree. Maybe they're in a field like nursing, something that requires more schooling. So they're still in that student state of mind. They're still studying. Maybe they're still living at 
a university um, or on campus somewhere. Maybe they are starting a job after graduating. Maybe right after graduation date, they will start their full-time job. Maybe they're entering a profession that it's a little bit harder to find a job at the moment, so they remain unemployed and they're in a bit of a transitional phase, maybe still living at home. And jobs aside, relationship status. Some people are going to be single. Some people are going to be in a long-term relationship. Some people are going to be living with significant others. Maybe others are getting engaged or even married at a younger age. Um, Children, you never know. So I think I just have been seeing this firsthand in both aspects, both career and relationship. And I think it's just kind of a foreign feeling because you're so used to being on track with your friends and your peers and doing the same thing and being in the same season of life. And after college, it's a very foreign feeling to realize that people are going to go on their own individual paths, as is meant to happen, but it doesn't make it any more normal feeling. Um, I still feel like it can be a shock to the system sometimes. And like I said, it's just something that I really didn't expect. And I just wanted to touch on that and just say that if you are in a different position than one of your friends or acquaintance, it doesn't necessarily mean that one of you is right and one of you is wrong. It's just important to acknowledge that you're both on your own individual journeys and that's a beautiful thing. That's why everybody has their own life. We're all meant to do our own thing and be on our own timelines. And you are not behind, you are not ahead, you are right where you're supposed to be. The second thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is that you may feel frozen by indecision because it's likely that your mind is going to change very frequently. And my friend Natalie talked about this on her platform, on her TikTok the other day, and it resonated with me so, so much. So basically what she said was on one hand, she values living a comfortable life. She craves stability, security, her routine, being around family and friends, being in her hometown. And then on the other hand, she craves excitement. She wants to be spontaneous. She wants to travel. She wants to see the world. She wants to take big risks. And she wants both of these things at the same time. And she says that she feels like because her mind is changing so frequently and she wants both of these things that she is almost frozen and she does um, none of the above and she feels like she's staying in the same spot and just doing nothing about it. And I feel like I have felt this so much in the past, specifically when I was leading up to quitting my corporate job and just really making that big life decision to take a step back and pursue health, health and fitness, set up some plans to travel. And it really depended on the day, like what I wanted more. And I still kind of struggle with this sometimes. When I think about what would make me happy, I go back and forth between a more conventional, stable life versus a more adventurous, spontaneous life, getting to see the world. I truly do see the beauty in both options. And sometimes I just feel like we, whether it is where we want to live, what career we want to be in, 
there are so many decisions that we need to make and it is totally normal to feel like you change your mind and flip-flop depending on the day. I feel like part of being young and having so much of our lives ahead of us, it's a blessing to feel like we have so many opportunities. It is a blessing to have the world at our fingertips and options, but sometimes it almost feels like there's too many options, like they're limitless and it's almost like the paradox of choice. Like because you have so many things that you can choose, you almost don't even know what to choose. And it's kind of almost a mind game. Like sometimes I feel like I'm standing in my own way because I'm overthinking what would make me happy. And I'm putting so much significance on one decision that I make today as if that is going to determine the rest of my life. But I really try to remind myself to remain present and just acknowledge that I now and forever have the ability to live very fluidly and intuitively and just course correct. There's not one decision that I can make today that I can't change my mind about or reverse tomorrow. And it's totally okay to try new things and allow yourself that period of trial and error to really find what makes you happy, what feels right to you. The worst stage to be is unknowing and indecision. Sometimes it feels good to just make a decision and go with it and then react real time about how you feel. The third thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is you may not subscribe to the quote-unquote while you're young mentality. And by this, I basically mean that I feel like when people describe the 20s, they always reference them as the glory days, the best time of our lives, the time that you can be kind of carefree and young and crazy. And with that stigma kind goes going out often, drinking often, staying up late, um, traveling often, all of these things that we need to capitalize on in this phase of our life because they won't necessarily be as easy to do once you become a partner, once you become a parent, once you become more advanced in your career and just have a lot more responsibilities on your plate. So we almost feel pressure to live up to this kind of stereotype that has been painted by society. And I am just here to tell you that if you don't really align with that whole persona, that is okay. If you are more of an old soul like I am, and you would rather stay in most Friday and Saturday nights instead of going out, you're not wasting your years. You are not throwing away the glory days of your 20s. Um, You're not wasting away your prime I feel like there's sometimes pressure to act a certain way when the reality is as long as you are making the decisions that you want to make in the moment, in my eyes, you cannot go wrong. I feel like sometimes we make decisions because we are scared that future us is going to regret not making those decisions. So for example, if I don't really go out a lot these days. Am I going to look back when I'm 35 and be like, oh, I really wish I went out more when I was 25. Is that possible? Maybe. But if I remind myself, my 35-year-old self, that I didn't want to go out all of these nights. I was content to stay in. I wanted to binge watch reality TV and order dinner or spend more time with my nephews that live a mile down the road. Like, There are other ways that we can capitalize on these years and there are other ways that we can really fill ourselves up and 
if that is us wanting to wake up early on a Saturday morning and go take our favorite workout class or go for a nice peaceful walk outside and enjoy nature or the weather, that is just as important and that too can be defined as glory days. Just listening to what you want to do and what you really truly enjoy instead of doing what you feel like you should do by the standards of society or by the standards of older people that are telling you that you should be doing XYZ because they wish they did that or they missed the days that they could do that. We're all different people. And in the grand scheme of things, age really doesn't matter. I feel like what you like to do really just depends on who you are deep down. And so like I said, if you're more of an old soul or just more of an introvert, then going out and living those young, crazy 20s just doesn't sound like it's for you. And you shouldn't feel like you have to fit the narrative because you don't. The fourth thing that nobody warned me about my 20s is you will be close to different people during different stages of your life. And this one has been hitting really close to home recently. And it's really something that I didn't expect and truly never even really thought about until recently. When I think about the different stages of my life, I think about the different people that those stages also brought. So high school and then college, and then I moved to New York for a job and I stayed there for about two years and then I moved back to Philadelphia. And I can identify a distinct set of people in every season of life. So for example, college, when I think about college, I think about my teammates a lot. I think about people that I met through my sorority, through my classes, my living situation. I lived with girls from my um, cross-country and track team. My senior year, I lived with 11 other girls in this little Victorian home in West Philly. And I just think about the people that I got to spend so much of my time with, and I miss them. I miss them so much. And while they're still in my life and we touch base on occasion, it's never going to be like it once was when we were in college and living together and going on long runs together and just talking about life. Um, and then I think about my life in New York and I lived with two girls from Penn and one girl from Lehigh who was a random setup but ended up being somebody that we had a lot of mutual friends. She also ran for Lehigh, which was a crazy coincidence. So we had so much in common and we just had a really great living dynamic. And I truly bonded with those girls more than I ever thought I would. And they were truly such a huge part of my life. And they were my home away from home when I was in New York. And I still look back on that time of living with them and hanging out with them every weekend. And I just miss their presence. I miss being around them. And it makes me so sad that our interactions aren't as frequent as they once were. And even though we keep in touch, the reality is we live in different cities and our lives are very, very different. So just naturally, when that happens, you grow apart. Um, and then from the work aspect, obviously, I had a whole different set of coworkers in New York. So in finance, especially in sales and trading, um, you really spend a lot of time with your coworkers. You're sitting with them all day because you're on a trading floor so you're all sitting next to one another and your desk becomes like your family so i think about you know that 30 some people that i spent every single day with and the different personalities that were on the desk and again even though i keep in touch with some of these people it's not the same effect as if i was interacting with them 
on a day-to-day basis again. And it's just kind of a wild thought to think that I'm not really going to ever be around those people again the way I once was. And then once I moved back to Philly, I got another finance job also on a trading floor, another subset of people that I spent every day with and I got really close to and traveled with often and worked on different projects with. And I know that the 20s comes with a lot of change because you're still trying to figure out your path. So inevitably, there's going to be a lot of decisions that are being made and changes that are happening. So naturally, you're going to be put into a lot of different environments with a lot of different people. And while it's easy to acknowledge that, it doesn't make it any more easy to kind of accept that when you enter one phase and leave another, you're also kind of leaving those people behind. And again, like I said, while you can still stay in touch, it's not going to be the same as if you were with them every single day like you once were. So I just don't think I was actually prepared to meet so many amazing people and then have to kind of say goodbye to them. That's a really unfortunate part of life is just growing up and growing apart. And that's just something I wasn't prepared for. The fifth thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is that dating and finding a partner is hard. And this is one that I really did not expect because growing up, I always thought that there are plenty of guys out there and I am just realizing how false that is. Quality, guys, that is. So I feel like personally at this age, you naturally become more selective because you've had some relationships growing up and you've had some that were probably really great and some that weren't really so great and I feel blessed to have had both and I've kind of just gained perspective over those relationships and over that that time of exactly what I'm looking for and I really found things that I'm not willing to compromise on and I just definitely have some non-negotiables when it comes to a partner and so I have really high standards and because of that I also feel like I am not going to waste my time if I recognize that somebody just doesn't have qualities that I would want or maybe they just have qualities that I really don't want. I know that there is the argument that you should just go on as many dates as possible, especially when you're young because you want to figure out what you want and get exposed to a bunch of different people. Um, But the people who say that, I would argue have an infinite amount of energy, a social battery, time, like that just really could not be me. Like I just really value my time. I am a homebody, so I enjoy staying home. So it really takes a lot for me to want to go on a date with somebody. And I usually can tell within the first five minutes if we're going to hit it off or not. And they could be a really, really nice person, but whether I am attracted to them is a completely different story. Um, I am extremely picky and while I'm young, so I get to be picky, Um, I'm also realizing that there are slim pickings out there. So just something I wasn't prepared for. Quality guys are very hard to find. The sixth thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is your life may look different than you thought it would at this age. So I feel like, again, growing up, your 20s almost sounded so old and the people in your life that were in their 20s seemed like grown-ass adults. And now that I am in my 20s, I am just like, that could not be further from the truth. I feel like the 20s are so young and it's possible that you might have envisioned yourself in this amazing job that you love 
maybe with this little family, maybe owning a house, whatever it was that you saw for yourself, you might now be like, holy shit, I'm very far from that little life that I thought I would have at this time in my life. And I think that comes from different places depending on the person. For me, I think I saw a different life for myself in my 20s because I looked at my parents and my parents were very young when they had my older sister. They were 19 and 18 and by the time they were 23, they had two kids. So I think I saw them be such young parents and have to grow up so quickly. And so I thought that my timeline was going to look similar to that. But on top of that, also just the changing of the times. I feel like it's become more normalized to delay the starting of a family. A lot of people these days are now prioritizing career and individual experiences of travel and really just taking their time with the whole conventional lifestyle of family and house and all of those things, if that's even something that they want. I feel like it's also more normalized for people to not want a family Um, and to just maybe find a partner and just live a life them too. It's so unique and dependent on the individual. And I just think it's important to acknowledge that what you might have saw for yourself as a kid might not be your reality. And that's totally, totally valid. The seventh thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is you may fantasize about the future a lot, or maybe you're even reminiscing on a time in the past. And I think it's pretty normal to not live in the present moment. I think that's why so many people really try to do mindfulness and journal and just challenge themselves to live in the present because it is so hard to not daydream about a past or future time. For me personally, I find myself fantasizing about the future because when I think about the time of my life that I'm most excited for, if I'm being honest, it is when I am more settled down and in a more stable part of my life. So I can't wait to find a partner. I can't wait to have children. I can't wait to live in a house with a porch in the suburbs, um, in nature. I can't wait to take my kids to their soccer games. And I've kind of always been this way. Even in college, when we would go for our long runs on the weekends, we would pass this soccer field. And I would always say to my teammates, like, I just cannot wait for that time in my life when I'm sitting sidelines, snuggled up in a blanket, just watching my little one play soccer. And trust me, I understand my dreams probably do not look like your dreams. But I acknowledge that I'm doing myself a disservice by waiting for that time in my life because then I'm missing out on this part of my life where I'm single and I don't have kids and I don't have a partner and I can really prioritize myself and just be spontaneous and do the things that fill me up as an individual and continue to learn more about myself before I have to show up as a parent and a wife. And so I think that it's just really normal to find yourself romanticizing the future and painting this picture that you one day want to have so badly but I think it's also really important to remind yourself that you need to live in the moment you need to appreciate your current life and really just take in the little things the eighth thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is that money is overwhelming I think part of being in your 20s and starting a life on your own financially is realizing how expensive everything is. 
And especially in this day and age when inflation is running rampant, it's a really hard time to be a young person. The housing market is so whack. And I think when you're trying to make these big decisions in terms of a living situation, so rent versus buy um, a car, do you want to buy a car? Do you want to lease a car? Taking out loans for additional schooling or maybe a business venture that you want to start even down to the small stuff, like how often should you be going out to dinner with your friends? How often should you be revamping your wardrobe and buying new clothes and new makeup? And I just think these decisions can be very overwhelming because there's no roadmap or blueprint of what is quote unquote right. So what is the right amount to save versus the right amount to spend? I think it's a very complicated topic that not a lot of people talk about simply because the topic of money is pretty taboo and also a lot of people were raised differently so some people were raised having to worry about money things were very tight while other people grew up more well off and they were able to just spend dollars without really thinking um, about it too deeply everybody values money and sees money very differently and has a unique relationship to it And I think as you get older and just have to start to make these financial decisions on your own, it's really hard to identify what your relationship with money should look like. I think this is even more hard in the world of social media and TikTok where there always seems to be the next best thing. So whether that is the Birkenstocks, whether that is the Stanley Cup, whether that is some Sephora makeup, like there's always something. And let me tell you, the girls on TikTok are spending. Like I'm not talking about the influencers that get stuff sent to them. I'm just talking about majority of the people on my For You page that always seem to have the new thing, like the new it thing that you need to have. And if you don't, or if you have like a knockoff version, then that's embarrassing and something is wrong with you. Like it's honestly pretty damn exhausting trying to keep up with all of the things that are coming to market that people are throwing in your face, telling you that you have to have it. And obviously these things cost money. And it's like, I don't know where people are getting the money to buy all of these things, but it's almost like a facade. And so again, while I don't have a solution to this problem, I'm just here to acknowledge that money can be very complicated and can be a very stressful thing. And that if you're feeling that, that you are not alone. The ninth thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is that burnout is very real. And I feel like I first felt burnout after college because I simply had to work my ass off for those four years. I feel like I was always a very hard worker. Things never really came easy to me. I've always had to work for my grades. I've always had to work to be fast at running. Like everything that I accomplished, I truly had to put in so much blood, sweat, and tears behind the scenes. Like nothing really came easy to me. And college was that on steroids because I feel like I was in an environment where studying and getting good grades, or I guess not even studying, just getting good grades came easy to a lot of people and so I had to work three times as hard just to be average and going to Penn I knew that I was going to need to put my head down and just work and that's basically exactly what I did and so I feel like once I graduated my body and my mind were able to exhale and really just come out of that fight or flight mode that I lived in for so long 
really over the course of those entire four years, I was overworked. I was overtrained. I was under sleeping. I was under eating. Like I was really just running my body into the ground. And I suffered with a lot of health consequences because of that. I had a terrible gut. I had out of control hormones that I'm still working to this day to fix. And so I just feel like those four years were really intense for me that I'm even still coming off a little bit of burnout. And I think when one is experiencing burnout, it's really easy to be very down on yourself and self-deprecating and have negative self-talk. But the reality is burnout is a real thing. And if you're not feeling motivated or if you're not able to get yourself to work as hard as you would like, I would just say be patient with yourself, give yourself grace, and just allow yourself the time and the space to kind of recoup that energy. It will come back. And I would also say if you're feeling burnout or not motivated, that's not always the byproduct of doing too much or working too hard. Sometimes that's a byproduct of doing too little of the things that really light you up and give you purpose. And so maybe you're not really working hard, but you're still experiencing burnout. That could very well be. And in that instance, I would just encourage you to challenge yourself to really think about the things that are going to bring you enjoyment and make you feel like there's a fire within and there's something that's going to make you come out of that burnout and really find your purpose and your desire again and your love of life. So don't stop until you find that and don't feel discouraged if the process of finding that is a little bit longer and harder than you thought. The last and 10th thing that nobody warned me about in my 20s is that time keeps moving forward. And I don't really know why this came as such a shock, but I feel like I never envisioned a time in my life where I would be waking up one day totally unaware of what I want and what my purpose of life was. Again, goes back to what we've kind of talked about a lot on this podcast of always having your life laid out in front of you when you were growing up as a student And then once you graduate and have the autonomy to make life decisions and really take your career in whatever direction you want, it's really confusing and sometimes can make you stop in your tracks and realize that you might not be sure of what path you want to take or what's going to make you happy or where you want to live. There's just so many decisions that need to be made and it's totally normal to feel like you don't have the answers in order to make them. And so because I am now living in a time in my life where I wake up and I'm not exactly sure what the future holds or what I want down the line, it's almost surprising to me that time keeps moving and that I feel like I am just standing still. And while it would be easy to fall into the trap of thinking that I'm wasting time or kind of throwing away this opportunity that I have been given by achieving a college degree... Instead, I am just going to choose to acknowledge that time is moving forward and instead of feeling like I'm wasting time, really just again, bring myself back to the present moment and how I can optimize every single day, even when I feel like maybe I'm not in the error of success or accomplishing all that I'm meant to accomplish. Maybe I am in a bit of a limbo phase in life, but that doesn't mean that I can't wake up and choose to make the most out of every day anyway. And so in these times when I'm feeling a little bit lost, I like to just bring it back to, again, how I get my happiness through the little things. So really just listening to myself in terms of how I like to move my body 
How do I like to take my coffee? What types of books do I like to read or TV shows do I like to watch or podcasts do I like to listen to? Who in my life do I like to spend my time with and who leaves me feeling inspired instead of depleted? Um, How do I like to spend my weekends? Do I want to go to the bars or do I want to go to a nice dinner and be asleep by 10? Um, What does the sunrise and the sunset make me feel? Like, do I feel more grounded and do I value kind of carving out that time in my day to just sit back and just acknowledge the beautiful sunrise or sunset? Just the little things that are so easy to take for granted and you almost feel like should fall into the background because they're not necessarily the quote-unquote important things in life but I think when you're lacking a sense of purpose in the bigger parts of your life like career or living situation or relationship status you should really just learn to prioritize the little things in life and I'm a true believer that if you are just happy living a mundane life and just finding the little things that fill you up you will be led to your purpose as long as you just keep challenging yourself to show up and make yourself happy in little ways. Everything will fall into place in time. And so even though time keeps moving forward, always remember that you're not wasting time as long as you're just doing the little things to make you happy and to make the most out of your current situation, then you are doing just fine. So I hope this was a nice little mini episode for you guys. Again, I just want to make sure that you always feel like you are validated and supported and you are not alone in anything that you are feeling. So if you guys have any other things that you've learned during your 20s that you were not expecting or that no one warned you about, I would love to hear them. I'm really excited for the next episode. We are going to be bringing back a guest so you don't have to listen to me the whole entire time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.